to Stars, Stones, and Stories. I am your host, Rama, and together we are weaving ancient future wisdom as we birth the new earth. If you're into astrology, cosmology, living mythology, earth-based spirituality, and ancestral healing, you are home. If you've stumbled upon this podcast and are new to these topics, this is Sovereign Sanctuary to expand and deepen your wisdom. As a cosmic priestess, I witness many at the threshold of great transformation. I specialize in astrological divination, sacred site activations, and priestess arts for the Aquarian Age. You may learn more about my work and budding mystery school at earthseedtemplearts.com or follow Earthseed Temple Arts on Instagram. This community is your opportunity to claim your story, your unique identity and power, knowing that you are the hero of your own journey. You are a hologram for the collective and you matter. The world needs your gifts and creativity now more than ever. Crystallize your medicine. Oh, great ancient ones, great ancestors, we call to you. May you hear the voices of your descendants traversing through time and space. We humbly ask for your support, your wise medicine ways, and your genius solutions in these times. Dear ancestors, we wish to partner with you, for we know we cannot do this alone. As we traverse the mystery, we ask that you, our starry ancestors, are with us each breath of the way. May we have clarity of mind and crystalline vision to see through the dark. May we walk our paths of high holy truth, as that is what is needed now more than ever. And so it is. Welcome to episode 87, How to Time Bend. It is so good to gather back in sacred space with you in this podcast, Stars, Stones, and Stories. We are going to be exploring our current astrology as Vesta is shifting into the sign of Taurus and the eclipses are coming. Very, very powerful portals of potential are being opened through this eclipse season. And in last episode, number 86, Dragons and Eclipses, we discussed the relationship of dragons to eclipses, which is becoming more and more a stronger theme in my work. In fact, as I'm recording this for you a couple of weeks in advance, because I am about to depart to traverse the United Kingdom, to go to some sacred holy sites, to work with the voices of the stones and the star lines with a beautiful group of sisters. And this pilgrimage is entitled Tending the Dragon Lines. We're definitely working with some of the mythology and mystery and magic of Merlin and the Priscilla Blue Stones, but also, also, also the dragon frequency has come in very, very strong. And 
each pilgrimage that I offer, it's like giving birth to a unique soul. Each pilgrimage has its own flavor. And this one, as it has revealed itself more and more, has come on so strong in the dragon energy. And dragons are such powerful mythological beings that are very much real. They're very multidimensional. Although we may not see them and really interact with them consciously in 3D, 4D reality, they are weaving through our lives and dragons protect the elemental directions and they protect treasures and mysteries through time and space. And dragons can be found in almost every cosmology around the world, quite often very much connected to creation myths themselves. So I invite you to tune into that episode if you haven't already and you feel an alignment with the dragons. As we're here on this precipice preparing for eclipse season, and not only is it eclipse season, but we're coming into Taurus season after equinox, we're getting ready to welcome Beltana, and we're also preparing for Mercury's retrograde. I invite you at this time, at this time when we're going to be talking about how you may more consciously work with time, I invite you to begin to build a stronger gratitude practice in your daily life. And if you already have an established gratitude practice, that is amazing. And perhaps there are ways you can elevate it. What I have discovered over the years and through some of my greatest challenges in a very, very dark, dense night of the soul that I went through that I've been emerging out of since last eclipse portal in October and of 2022, what I've discovered that can be the most potent tool is to give gratitude for what is working currently in your life and to give gratitude for what is coming, to give gratitude for the future blessings. Even if they have not actually arrived yet, it is so powerful to begin to welcome them in through the expression and the frequency of gratitude. Gratitude carries a frequency with it that brings in more expansion and joy and light and hope and promise. And so even when we are immersed in some of our greatest challenges, the frequency of gratitude is very illuminating and inspiring and it offers this breath of possibility that instantly will begin to recalibrate your frequency. As we're considering our current astrology on Saturday, the 14th of April, we have Vesta shifting into the sign of Taurus. Vesta has been journeying through Aries, that I am frequency. And where Vesta shows up in the collective and in our own personal birth charts, our blueprints, Vesta really represents deep service to the goddess deep service to the feminine, devotion, sisterhood, priestesshood. And when I use these terms, we could interchange them in many different ways. They don't have to be gender specific. However, Vesta does show up in alignment to that frequency of the divine feminine. 
as these vestal virgins were in great service to tending the hearth, the fires of the different villages within the Roman cosmology at the time of the vestal virgins. And these Vestal virgins were also very much priestesses of fire and kundalini energy and frequency and great healing, and also worked intimately with sacred sexuality. In Taurus, Vesta is committed to loving the earth in full devotion of the beauty way. The beauty way is a way to honor these Venusian principles of creating beauty through every breath. Beauty as something that is not always pretty. Beauty as something that can be fierce and can take a stance when needed. And Vesta as the containment of spirit in Taurus is offering you a greater ability to attune to the earth's frequencies and new ways to make time to be with mother, the mother earth, the great feminine spirit to give offerings to the earth and her holy waters to play with nature and to create more joy, to create more happiness in life in the sense that Not to deny sorrow or grief or loss or anger or rage or struggles. However, to know that in our human incarnations, there is always a dance between the light and the shadow and that it is up to each one of us to consciously elevate ourselves into more playful and pleasurable moments And Vesta and Taurus is here to really help you in that greater service. And so with this transit of Vesta in Taurus, I invite you to affirm, I am sacred. And as we look to the first eclipse of 2023, this is a total solar eclipse and an Aries new moon with a north node in Taurus. This eclipse is beginning to bridge the nodal axis of Taurus and Aries, as in tropical astrology, we will begin to shift the north node in this year of 2023 from Taurus into the sign of Aries. The nodes of fate, the dragon's head and the dragon's tail, move backwards through the zodiac, the dragon's head being Rahu, the dragon's tail being Ketu. Rahu, the North Node, the Dharma, the destiny, where we are headed in our lives, our achievements, where it feels awkward and uncomfortable, where we're being stretched to grow and to take massive leaps at times where it feels absolutely terrifying to do so. K2, representing that dragon's tail of our past and where we're coming from, What is very comfortable and familiar in this lifetime because it is most likely a rollover from other incarnations. K2 can also give significance as to what we're also working with in this lifetime, karmas, so to speak. Karma as curriculum, as foundation of where to go. And this work from the dragon's tail to the dragon's head is not about going into one access and forgetting the other, so to speak, like not being just focused on the future or just focused on the past. 
there is an equilibrium, a natural kind of dance that happens between the head and the tail. And Ketu, as that representation of moksha, of liberation, is here to inspire you of what you may liberate yourself from in this lifetime. We've been working with the North Node in Taurus and the South Node in Scorpio throughout the eclipses of 2022 and culminating them in this year of 2023. And on the 19th and 20th of April, depending on where you live in the world, it's Wednesday and Thursday of April, we will experience a total solar eclipse. The partial eclipse will begin at 9.34 p.m. That's Eastern Daylight Time. And all times I'm going to share here are in Eastern Daylight Time, so you'll want to calculate for your own time zone. The full eclipse will arrive at 10.37 p.m., the maximum of the eclipse at 12.18 a.m., the finale of the full eclipse at 1.56 a.m., and the finale of the partial eclipse at 2.59 a.m., So from 9.34 p.m. on Wednesday the 19th of April through 2.59 a.m. on Thursday the 20th of April, we will go through the totality of the solar eclipse. This eclipse is not visible throughout the world, and from what I've come to understand about eclipses, I personally do not recommend going outside to gaze into them. If we look to ancient indigenous cultures, eclipses have always been regarded with great respect and humility as eclipses bring truth and at times they could and have brought disasters and a lot of difficulty. And so when you gaze into an eclipse and if it is carrying that kind of wild card unknown energy, your gaze, it is a form of what is known in Hindu cosmology as darshan. And darshan is this exchange of frequency. So when you gaze because the power of your soul, the essence of who you are comes through the eyes, whatever you're gazing at, particularly when it is a being, a sentient being with a life force, there's a transmission. And that's why we do not look to the physical alignment of the eclipses themselves. This is why I offer these beautiful communal meditative spaces to come gather in and to go deep into yogic technology through meditation and mantra and prayer and sound healing. And I will be offering an event for people to come circle up in this regard. And if you want to participate, you're more than welcome. There is a global virtual way to access where you will come and zoom into the space. And there is an in-person access as well. And we will gather from 9.30 p.m. until 3 a.m. for the duration of the eclipse. Now... Eclipses, when they're a total eclipse, we know that there is a brand new beginning and a completion, a finale simultaneously. And that is even more amplified through the solar eclipse. The new moon that coincides with this eclipse is an Aries new moon at 29 degrees, 50 arc minutes Aries. And that is aligned at 12.13 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time on Thursday, the 20th of April. This is the second Aries new moon of 2023, 
And in this alignment, we have Chiron, Jupiter, Eris, and the sun and moon all in Aries and all closely conjunct, except for Chiron is a little bit far off from the conjunction, but that Jupiter, Eris, new moon alignment is very potent because Jupiter is this planet of expansion and wisdom, and it brings a lot of spiritual vitality to any given moment where there's a touching with Jupiter. In Aries, Jupiter is bringing more innovation and more like frequency alignment to really knowing thyself and being very fierce and courageous about it. And Eris as goddess of discord and envy also brings in great potency and this knowing that shadow energy can be very heightened in this eclipse portal and that each one of us will be working very deeply with our tendencies to go into a space of envy and greed and how to let go of that, how to let go of jealousy and rage. Meanwhile, Vesta, the North Node, are in the early degrees of Taurus also aligned with this Jupiter, Eris, Sun, Moon conjunction. Vesta, as we discussed, that goddess of devotion, and the North Node are collective dharma and destiny. This eclipse is honoring a call to continue to align yourself, your values, with the earth herself, with the sentient being of Mother Earth, and to be in ultimate service to the earth. As each one of us, we are stewards, we are caretakers of this beautiful planet and her natural resources. And every single one of us has a unique signature that we bring to the earth and a unique way of connecting and collaborating with the earth's beings. I invite you with this eclipse portal to take all that you have learned since the rebirth of the zodiacal wheel of the year on the 20th of March through now to master your inner and outer awareness. You are awakening. Know thyself. Deep-seated healing is available as the dragon's head emerges through this gateway. Your DNA is literally awakening. And if you find yourself immersed within darkness as you move through this eclipse portal and the dragon's head, remember that the darkest of nights precedes dawn. Your cosmic codes of light, your eternal blueprint is elevating through these fresh dragon frequencies. I invite you to affirm I am intelligently awakening with ease and grace through this high octave gateway. I am intelligently awakening with ease and grace through this high octave gateway. I am intelligently awakening with ease and grace through this high octave gateway. And just a few hours after the exact alignment of the new moon, the sun 
shifts into Taurus at 4.13 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, that Thursday, the 20th of April, Taurus season officially opens on the heels of the total solar eclipse and the second of two Aries new moons. As the sun shifts into this archetype of the lover, the artist, the courtesan, the dancer, the builder, it comes to form a convergence of nature-loving beings, including Vesta, the moon, the north node, Mercury, Uranus, and Juno, all in Taurus. Remember, 2023 is a year of nature, a year to celebrate transformation through the realms of magic. Nature teaches you how to welcome change with grace. Be like the standing tree next to the flowing waters. Utilize this Taurus season to honor the beauty of nature even more than you already do. All of us have ways where we can deepen our connection to the elemental world around us. Find inspiration in the cycles of life and death, of womb and tomb. Unite with the earth's guardians, including the devas, the little people, the contomble, the elves, the gnomes the giants, the unseen ones who tend to the earth. Bless the archetypes and the architects of the divine. As we are fully immersed within this eclipse portal, within this eclipse season, and I refer to this as an eclipse portal and an eclipse season because it is not just one fleeting moment. It is moments within moments within moments. And at any given moment or point in time and space, it is like a prism, a kaleidoscope of possibilities. Portals within portals. As we come to Friday, the 5th of May, we will align in the prenumbal lunar eclipse. This is a Scorpio full moon at 14 degrees 58 arc minutes. We're immersed within this dragon frequency moving from the head to the tail. And as we move through time and space, there is this opening up of universes and multiverses and parallel worlds. Portals and timelines and timeline hopping or jumping are very much available for you at any given point in the time and space we're currently in post-2020. And now that Pluto has shifted into Aquarius and Saturn has shifted into Pisces, there has been a ramping up of the frequency of Mother Earth, and it is even more accentuated and heightened in an eclipse season. Therefore, there's this opportunity to really have feedback between timelines where actions can affect other timelines. This is why it is nearly impossible for anyone on earth at this time to make accurate predictions. A seer or a clairvoyant or a clairaudient or a clairsentient, an intuitive, can sense particular possibilities within one timeline or perhaps multiple timelines 
However, there are so many factors at play that that precise accuracy just is not available for us moving forward. I like to share this with people who come to me at times for very particular predictive astrology or intuitive guidance. And because I work so deeply with integrity and authenticity and truth, the truth is we really don't know what is coming because we are co-creating it. And we have always been co-creating it on some level as humans here on earth. However, the times we're living in, as we've been going through these mighty transformational moments, again, post 2020, with that massive collective purge of all of those Capricornian alignments, since the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction in Aquarius at the first degree of Aquarius in 2020 on winter solstice, there has been an increased ramping up of time and space, and that will continue. We are going the distance for something that will take us beyond 2024, 2026, 2032, 2044. And so what I would like to offer you is how you may work with time bending in an eclipse portal. One of the most potent ways is to dive into deep meditation as you allow yourself to really go deep. And when I say deep meditation, we're talking about minimum of 31 minutes of meditation. It takes about 11 minutes for the nervous system to fully relax and the subtle bodies to start to come online more strongly. As you go into a deep field of meditation, you have an ability to find a super conscious state in the astral plane where time does not exist. Another way to time bend is to allow yourself to ride your natural waves of inspiration. This means you must stop forcing things. Yes, we all have things we have to do at certain times and places and spaces, However, to time bend, you need to give yourself a large chunk of time, minimum 12 to 18 hours, perhaps even a few days in a row where you are not forcing anything. And instead, you allow yourself to chase and follow the energy, meaning you allow the natural energy to emerge and you come to ride it consciously. When you step into a field like this, it is possible to even complete multiple weeks of work in just a few hours because you get so caught in a natural flow of frequency. And my favorite way to time bend goes like this. You're going to come to stand in a space and you're going to turn around in the space in a circle clockwise And you're going to notice where in that space, what direction feels the least comfortable for you to be standing in. And you're going to stand there and you're going to face that direction. And then you're going to take a moment and close your eyes and really relax into your body. I like to align my feet so they're about hip width. Make sure I'm standing on all four corners of the feet and there's a little spring in my step, little light micro bend in the knees. 
And then I take a moment and I inhale and I squeeze the shoulders up to my ears and roll them back and down. And then as you're standing there, just take a moment and just gently shake everything out very gently and softly. And just notice if there's anywhere in your body you're holding tension and breathe into those spaces, closing the eyes, making sure they're still closed, focus at that inner gaze. As you focus in your inner gaze, you're activating your pituitary gland, your intuition, your inner vision. This is where you are your creator of time and space. And then you're going to begin to visualize the direction you wish to go in your life. What is it you wish to experience? What does this timeline look like? And you're going to really sink into it. You're going to allow yourself to feel it, to smell it, to taste this time and space, to touch it, to hear it, to allow all of your sensory system to come alive in this moment. And then you're going to begin to take five long, deep breaths, and you're going to begin to turn counterclockwise 360 degrees, a full circle. As you are turning 360 degrees, you are literally working with the curve of the natural world. And this curve is symbolic And at the same time, you are physically turning the energy around and through your own unique electromagnetic field. After you have completed snapping twice and allow yourself to be in this moment. And so you can use this exercise of working with the 360 degrees in your form of timeline jumping. Although it may seem paradoxical, your timeline, your life is only one of many simultaneous possibilities. And one could say it is quite possible, indeed it is in fact your birthright, to alter your timeline and the potentials of your life. Therefore, as you're holding that timeline you wish to move into, and you do that 360 degree circle, As you come to your pause, you're going to allow your vibrational state as you literally shifted your electromagnetic field, you're going to allow your vibrational state to match the timeline and you lock it in. Therefore, it may no longer waver. And then you will begin to take one, two, or three actions that are an expression of the new timeline. And it is very likely you will run up against resistance. You may not. And if so, welcome the miracle of that. That's amazing. However, if you run up against resistance, you welcome the grit and you continue to persevere. That is the key. Perseverance, persistence, continuing no matter what giving gratitude for what is working and giving gratitude for your future and what is coming. If you'd like to go deeper with me, I invite you to step within the inner council of Ma Magic. You will receive every month 
around the new and the full moon extended transmissions just like this, but hearkening back to the vintage old school days of Starstones and Stories, you know, way back when in 2020, when there were guided meditations and more in-depth transmissions. If you're missing that, I'm missing circling up with you in that way. So come join us in Mom Magic. You will also have a monthly suggested meditation to work with around the first quarter moon. You'll receive playlists to help inspire you, specific ways you can craft your new moon intentions each month, particular full moon suggested rituals, and a beautiful community of people. Also, I have a couple of events I'd love to invite you to. If you live here locally in Asheville, the Aries Dark Moon Women's Wisdom Council 2.0 will be on Wednesday, the 19th of April from 7 to 9 p.m. And as I mentioned earlier in this episode, we will be gathering for the Solar Eclipse Council on Wednesday, the 19th of April from 9.30 p.m. to 3 a.m., that's Eastern Daylight Time on Thursday morning, the 20th of April, to come together in community to do some massive clearing, ancestral clearing, and soul clearing in honor of the solar eclipse. That is an in-person and also a global virtual offering. You can learn more about these events and commit to them, claim your space, via the show notes, or just hop on over to earthseedtemplearts.com and you can sign up. Please make sure you are subscribed to my YouTube channel. The link is in the bio and also at Earthseed Temple Arts. If you go to YouTube, you can search for me there. I am revitalizing my YouTube channel, and so I'd love for you to come connect over there and circle up in some unique offerings that will be coming to you live. Finally, if you're feeling a call to pilgrim alongside myself and some beautiful women, this 9th through 24th of June, 2023, we are going to Egypt and it is going to be an amazing pilgrimage. It'll be my eighth journey in Egypt. And the ninth pilgrimage I will have professionally stewarded. It is a high, high honor to lead and facilitate these pilgrimages. They are unique works of art. I see them as installation art on the land in the sense that there is a very conscious call to work with the earth's ley lines, meridians, dragon lines, fairy lines through various sacred sites. Egypt is known to be the throat chakra of the earth. This journey is called Dream Seed Incubation with the Blue Lotus, and we will be working very consciously with the Blue Lotus to work with our daydreams, our night dreams, our visions, our intuition, our inspiration, much like the ancient priestesses would do as they would go to the temples and dream together. So I would love for you to learn more about this if you're feeling the call. Again, you can visit my website, earthseedtemplearts.com, or you can also check that out in the show notes and click a link there. I am booking up now from late April until early June if you're interested in a one-on-one astrology 
and tarot or tarot divination session. I'd love to connect with you in this way. Thank you so much for coming to share sacred space. I wish you and your lineage so much possibility and promise and prosperity in this eclipse portal. Eclipses at times for us can be mightily fierce and ferocious. So if you find yourself going through your own dark night of the soul, please remember that light does follow and that we need you here on earth. We need your gifts and your creativity now more than ever. And I urge you to reach out for the support that you need so that you may thrive in these times. May there be peace to the east. May there be peace to the south. May there be peace to the west and peace to the north. May that peace anchor deep into the heart of Mother Earth and spiral out through time and space, threading back into your most beautiful sacred heart. And may that peace blossom and flourish within you. Blessed be. Thank you so much for sharing sacred space. I invite you to dive into my offerings of alchemical astrology, mystery school teachings, and global pilgrimages at earthseedtemplearts.com. Ensure you are receiving my weekly Venetian love notes delivered each Friday to your inbox, and you can sign up for those at Earthseed Temple Arts. You may follow me on YouTube at Earthseed Temple Arts. Instagram at Earthseed Temple Arts, and also at Stars, Stones, and Stories on Instagram, where you will receive regular insights and updates about our current cosmic weather. My prayer is that you fully awaken to the reality that you are a hologram for the collective. By being fierce in your authentic truth, you have the opportunity to elevate life on this exquisite planet Earth. Crystallize your medicine.